Change is often not easy, but it doesn't mean we can't approach change with courage. When life challenges us to face a new transition, we know we are not facing it alone. Today on Bloom, we talk about how God holds us in his hands and leads us up through even our most unforeseen transitions. I'm your host, Jen Robinson, for May 26, 2020. Welcome to Bloom. This is a podcast designed to inspire, encourage, and grow women in their relationship with each other and the Lord. On the last episode of Bloom, we learned about Rebecca and how she faced an extraordinary life transition with courage. Joining me today is Carol Adkins. Many of you know Carol as the Moms Coordinator, our Moms Uplifting Moms Ministry for Grace. She also recently became the Women's Ministry Coordinator for our Olmstead Falls campus. Welcome, Carol. Hi, Jen. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So, Carol, we're continuing this conversation about life transitions, and a lot of us are facing life transitions right now. In fact, much has changed in how we go about our daily routines. Even a simple trip to the grocery store or doctor's office looks very different than what we're accustomed to. And many of you who are listening may be also experiencing other changes on top of everything else our world is going through. In part one of this message, I asked listeners to consider this question. How do you respond to life transitions? So, Carol, I'm going to ask you the same question. What has been your response to the current transition we're all facing? You know, Jen, I think, like most everyone else, the uncertainty of it all is the most challenging. Change is always hard, you know, but typically we have more definition of what the change entails, or at least what our new normal is anticipated to look like. Right. In our current transition, we don't know yet what the future state is going to look like. We know it's going to be different. I truly believe it's going to be different to some extent, but we don't really know what that is going to be like, and I think that's really hard. Mm, I agree. And, you know, I think what helps during times of uncertainty when we don't know what to expect is to identify one or two outlets to cope with the change. Whenever I find myself staring into the unknown, God has invited me into his presence just to spend time singing praise to him and having that time in worship, turning on some music and just allowing his presence to fill you. And it shifts the focus off of the problem and onto the problem solver. So what is something that you have found helps you to cope with this life transition? Well, when all of this began, we were only the first week through the spring quarter Bible studies, and we had started Gideon, a study by Priscilla Shire, and disappointed that we were only one week in, and we couldn't go any further, and through the blessing of Zoom, (laughs) we were able to bring all of that online, even share screens so we could Mm -hmm. all watch the DVD together, and being able to be meet once a week with nine other um, women, just spiritually Mm -hmm. mature women. It was, it was just wonderful. And that has been absolutely a huge blessing for me. Yeah. The the gift of technology, what would we have done without zoom in this time? You know, and even though all of us have been affected by the changes caused by this global pandemic, this is certainly not the first time any of us have experienced a major life transition. Rebecca was faced with a decision to leave her homeland and family to marry Isaac, a man that she has never met before. But what I love about this story is that Rebecca trusts the Lord's leading for her life. She doesn't see what the road ahead will bring, 
but she places her faith in God's ability to ordain her steps. Carol, I'd like you to share with us a time when you were faced with a life transition where you distinctly heard from the Lord. Well, by far the biggest life transition for me was when he called me out of the corporate world and into ministry. About 12 years ago, during another time of crisis in our country, the Great Recession, he ended, he ended my banking career of almost 30 years. He had blessed me so much during that time, and uh, I was so grateful for that. But as, um, as the country started to recover and jobs began to open back up, I realized that um, he was calling me into ministry. And I also realized at that time that his plan for me was very different than what I thought it was going to be, and that we as a family were not going to go back to life as we had known it. Mm. God's pretty uh, famous for for doing things like that, changing the plans (laughs) on us and and flipping the script. And that Mm. is certainly quite a leap of faith. So what was your first um, initial response to God? I mean, were you hesitant? Did you question or doubt his leading at any point? You know, we never doubted his leading, but it it was absolutely very scary, Mm -hmm. uh, primarily financially. Mm -hmm. No longer drawing a salary for me meant that we were going to reduce our household income by half. It was a huge leap of faith, uh, but he provided in incredible ways, not just financially, uh, but in all ways. And no question, it was absolutely the best thing that could have ever happened in our in our lives for our family. And uh, my husband Steve and I often comment that I am I am exactly where God means God meant me to be. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you though, I'm grateful He doesn't reveal too much too soon, aren't you? <laughs> right. <laughs> I look back on this and other things in my life and think, if someone would have told me then that I would be doing this now, I would have said, oh, no, I don't think so. You've got the wrong girl. You clear, clearly are misinformed. <laughs> you know, um, part of my testimony is very similar to your story. When I was in my early 20s and just married, I was very career-driven. I had a love for people, so I decided to go to school for nursing. And I had all these plans to further my education and become a highly skilled nurse, And then three years into marriage, I became pregnant with my daughter, and I was going to school and working at a hospital at the time when a work injury placed me on early maternity leave. And once again, my plans changed. God flipped the script, and this was a very, very different change of pace for me, being the the busy, go-getter type of person that I am, my life was just completely put on pause, very much as a lot of our lives have been put on pause right now. And I had no clue what I was going to do with my time. And so I decided to find, again, those little outlets, you know, what do you do when change comes? And I decided that I needed a new hobby. So I immersed myself in Food Network because up until that point, my husband and I ate out a lot. So I decided I might as well take some time and learn some cooking skills. And I also dug a little bit deeper into the word and was spiritually mentored through Christian writers who wrote about God's gift of motherhood. And it was in that time of pause and the unknown that the Lord placed Matthew six nineteen and 20 on my heart. And he was calling me to store up treasures in heaven by investing in my family He called me home to be with my new baby girl when she arrived, and that continued further when my son was then later born, and it was a big change for us. We also had a dual income up until that point, and 
going on to a single income, especially in today's world, was very hard, especially raising a family. And after staying home for seven years, my kids being in school full time, God placed the same verse on my heart about treasures in heaven. But this time he was expanding my territory and I was no longer just storing up treasures in heaven for my family, but I was going to store treasures in heaven by ministering to other women. You know, that's really a lot like my experience with my new role at our Olmstead Falls campus. Back in January, after Steve and I had attended service there for the first time, you know, we were leaving there, driving home, and I really felt the Lord calling me to invest in the women that are there. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I had no idea what that was going to look like, what that meant. I just knew he was up to something, and I needed to be (laughs) open to it and obey. He is always up to something. You know, and sometimes the transitions feel like the rug is being pulled out from under us, but other times transition involves a process. You know, regardless of how long or short that process is, you know, your process might have happened quickly when you were on the way home from church and God put it on your heart. Um, But, you know, in the process, there comes a moment of surrender, a time when faith meets the transition. Why do you think transition is so difficult for us? You know, I think it really comes down to feeling out of control. We're most comfortable when we're in control, or at least we think we're in control. Right. <laughs> Change means leaving our comfort zone, stretching ourselves. And um, the true blessing, though, in that is that we have to stretch ourselves. We have to get out of our comfort zones. But God doesn't expect us or even want us relying on ourselves for any of it. He wants mm-hmm. us to rely on him. He's glorified through our weakness. Absolutely. He, he's the source. And you're right. God is not concerned for our comfort. He is developing our faith muscles. And God doesn't waste anything when it comes to developing our character and making us more like him. He is a very economical God. What do you believe is the purpose for our transitions? I mean, are they just merely chance happenings or is God working to accomplish something in the journey? Oh, he's always working to accomplish something. And it truly is a journey, one we need to embrace and take it step by step. You know, Mm -hmm. so often we think we know the destination or we need to know the destination, the big picture. We Mm -hmm. need to figure all of it out when really we just need to figure out what the next right step is. And Steve and I have two young adult children, and that's always been our advice to them as they navigate life's big decisions. Mm -hmm. You can't know what's around the corner. Only God knows. So trust him to have the big picture figured out for now. And all you need to do is just focus on the next right step. You know, just going back to what you said about wanting to, you know, kind of see what's around the corner, but we don't know what's around the corner. I came across this meme on Facebook that was a picture of a guy peeking around a corner and a caption above it read, it's me, God, just checking on that one thing I left in your hands. And I had to laugh because it's so relatable. Yes, it is. I mean, how often are we tempted to want to know what God's up to, especially when we can't see what's around the corner? Right. And, you know, just like I could relate to that meme, a lot of times God has placed a biblical character or a verse in my life that relates to what I'm experiencing in a certain situation. Is there a character from the Bible or a verse that resonated with you through your process of transition? You know, actually, as I was reflecting on this topic and praying about our time together today, the Lord brought me a fresh verse that spoke so lovingly to my heart. 
It's from Luke 12, verse 31. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. And, you know, it's just really that simple. It is. We make it a lot harder than it is, but it's really just that simple. Hmm. Amen. I mean, after all, we are human vessels being used for his purposes. He wants to be glorified, so we can surely trust that he is working all things for our good and his glory. God is faithful to see us through all our transitions. You know, through this, God laid Psalm 32, 8 on my heart, and it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. And as you mentioned, Carol, we don't know what's around the corner. Just focus on the next right step. And the Lord is lovingly walking alongside us and leading us every step of the way. Carol, would you mind praying for us and our listeners today? Oh, I'd be blessed to. Heavenly Father, Lord, you are an amazing God. Lord, you are a God of, of love and faithfulness, of, of peace. You are a great provider, a great healer. Lord, you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And we're grateful, Lord. We're grateful that you, for how you love us, we're grateful that you have our best. You always have our best. And Lord, we thank you today that we are able to, to come to you at any time. And you will always be there for us. You will always listen. You don't tire. You don't, you don't get annoyed with us. <laughs> Lord, we are we just, we just love you, Father. And Lord, I pray for all women today that might be listening to this, that you would just put peace in their hearts with whatever might be going on in their daily lives through um, perhaps no, you know, no doing of their own where they are faced with circumstances and transition that they just don't want to be in, Lord. Please help them to always know that you are right there with them. No matter what, you will never leave or forsake them, Lord. What a beautiful promise that is, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We love you, dear Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I just want to say thank you, Carol, for joining me today. It was a pleasure just listening to you share your testimony of how God saw you through a spiritually defining life transition. And I want to thank you, too, everyone, for tuning in today. Please join me back on June 9th as I introduce a new topic, Flourish, Mentoring Women Through the Titus II Model. Keep growing, and God bless.